Welcome, welcome, welcome back to season number two of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, Lucas Ayer with me. Lucas, how are you for episode number 10, my friend? No, oh, fantastic. All right, we, we, we just did our Hometown Heroes episode. So we're sure did. Good. We're feeling refreshed. I'm liking... We got some comments to go through. We got a lot of comments to go through. First of all, before we get into the comments, uh, hope you guys all had a wonderful and happy Father's Day out there. Uh, no pod last week. We're making up for it. We're doing double the pod this week. Uh, me and Lucas had uh, some stuff we had to get to, but we're back at it again for you guys here today. Yep. Uh, loving the late night pod sesh, Lucas. That's what we've been doing lately. Haven't been really been yeah, recording yeah. it outside. Um, enjoying the late night vibes. Uh, no can. Yeah. For you guys. What's up? Real quick. Sorry. Sorry. You're good. Get my shout You're out good. in since we're Father's Day. Shout out the boy, Taylor Lewan. No free shout outs. Okay. But this is a free shout out. Okay. All shout right. out to the dad. Dad. Okay. The dad. Shout out, dad. Happy love Father's him. Day, buddy. All right. Yeah. yeah. Have All hashtag don't give up. All right. Everyone loves him. Hashtag okay. for the boys. Everyone's hashtag dad. for the girls. We love it. Okay. Um, yes, absolutely. Uh, shout out to all the dads out there. Um, uh, Casey, happy Father's Day to you, my friend, that you've been watching the pod. We really do appreciate yeah. it. Only one to watch uh, it. Uh, Austin, what? the Codfather. Happy, happy Father's Day. <laughs> also the Godfather. That's right, dude. That's funny. That's, that was going to be a running joke for a long time. Um, no cams this week. We have uh, just the audio portion for you guys uh, working on some internet issues. But don't worry. Lucas is going to have goat, and I mean godly internet, here in the next couple of weeks. And we're going to have unlimited videos or Bye video, uh, you know, everything for you guys. So it's going to be great. Anyway, get into the comments. We got a lot. Thank you guys so much for all these comments. We got, we, got, we got several of them to read today. First one from Mr. Casey. He says, great job. Love the pod. Well, thank you, Casey. Appreciate mm-hmm. you, dog. Appreciate you. Another one. We got a brand new one. We got Zam Fishing. Zam, my friend, welcome. Uh, he says, welcome. OMG, you guys are great. I love that y'all have Casey talking so much crap over here. Trust me, he drives me just as crazy with all of his Brady talk. It's wild. Love, Jen. Oh, thank you, Jen. That's Jennifer. Jen is uh, it's Casey's wife. Love Jennifer. She's fantastic. Oh, okay. Thank you, Jen. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know how she... You know, how do you I handle like him? Half the time, she needs to walk around some AirPods or something in her ear, like, just because, gee. Zoning him out, bro. Yeah. 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 Tom Brady this. The Patriots this. They ain't got a quarterback. And now he's got a Bucks jersey. Bro. By the way, oh, yeah. uh, Casey, I did see that Bucks jersey. It looks awesome. If I wasn't he's, so jealous... He's me all this stuff. Yeah, he, he's baking Lucas bets and everything. Ah, I can't believe I don't know how you deal with him. Anyway, yeah, another one from Casey. I mean, that's that's still cool at the end of the day. That's <laughs> actually really cool. I'm actually jealous of what one. Um, he says, boys, New England will be in the playoffs and Tampa will be uh, in the playoffs as well. He, uh, Lucas, how many times are you going to say this? Well, it's, it's every week. Every week. <laughs> Gronk is going to spike the ball into the ground and earthquake's going to happen. All the other teams are going to die except for the Patriots and the Bucks, and they'll be the only ones standing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's insane. All right, next comment again from Casey. We got a lot of them this week. It says, "Okay, you win. The Raiders will not be in the playoffs even with Jason Witten. I saw, I saw the schedule and went, oh boy, no yeah, way. It's stuff, man. <laughs> they, they actually do have a hard schedule. I believe we went over that in that last episode. Like, and I just popped off like off the top of my head." what was like the games that they had and what I thought they might go. And it, and it really is, they're going to have a hard, a hard schedule, even though it's like their first year in the new stadium. And like, you would like to think that Derek Carr proves himself, or I would love for right. Mariota to come up and have a great year. Um, and they got a good running back and Gruden's a cool guy. At least he's funny. <laughs> Knock on wood. If you're with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they really do have a hard road. Like all, all Casey, uh, shenanigans aside, you know, because since, since he wants to come at me, I got to come back at him sometimes. But they really do have a hard schedule this year, it seems like. Yeah, it's a rough schedule, and it's a tough division to be in. Broncos are getting right. better, right? You got the Chiefs. I mean, I, I yep. do not envy you at all. Okay, uh, next next comment again from Casey. It says, Jackson. Oh, gosh, I can only imagine. Yeah, go. Go, ahead, go to him. Jackson, Aaron Rodgers sucks. He's old. He's washed up, and it's time for him to retire. Listen here, Casey. Let's I don't want to hear this. Casey. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, let's go, Casey, when he's talking to me, huh? He said, hey, bro. Well, he says ridiculous stuff to me. I mean, it's <laughs> bro, Aaron Rodgers is a back of a bro, defense last year. He's a bad man. Discount double check, dog. Still got the, no, still like got the championship belt. Is the bad man originator, all right? And you know True. what he said last year? He was saying some stuff that he was questioning. He was questioning Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Listen, right, Packers. So, 
they did my man a disservice by drafting Jordan Love. I'm still upset about that to this day. I would demand like, a trade if I, was, if I was Aaron Rodgers. Maybe that was their whole plan. A lot of fire. A lot of fire. Replace him is basically what he, Aaron Rodgers is on the clock. That's just what we ended up with. I, I'm upset. Aaron Rodgers is an incredible man. I can't believe you guys were talk about him like this way. Um, next one from, from Jennifer from Zam Fishing. She says, hey, just throw this out here. Uh, if you could adjust your cameras a bit so I can see your whole face, I'd love to see y'all laughing at Casey's ridiculousness. Yes, Jennifer, we would be more than happy to adjust the cams. Um, when we make get so you cams can, again. When we get cams again. <laughs> oh, no, that's kind of a bad time to read the comment. We ain't got no cams on. But hey, um, we'll, we'll be sure to, uh, to do that so you can look, us, uh, look at us laughing at Casey all the way through. Um, okay. I got two long, long ones from Casey. Okay, you ready for this? Oh, okay. no, is it coming to me sideways? Or? Oh, no, I'm about to read it. All right, he said, OMG, bro. Uh, it's uh, Billet the Big Bill with six rings, icon coach. Uh, okay. Who was a quarterback for the 49ers uh, that took the pass to a 4-0 as a rookie while Brady was out in 2016 season. Uh, then the rookie shows up at 2020 Super Bowl for the 49ers. And why didn't he get a big deal with the Niners? Oh, yeah, because of Big Belichick. Uh, thank you to the icon coach. You know how to win and you know talent. Uh, where you been the last 20 years while Bill has been the head coach? Uh, Brady's lost his coaching skills. No, uh, yeah, he lost Brady, but his coaching skills are amazing. The Pats will have a winning season. If not, then I will comment, go Titans all the time, and Lucas can choose what Titans jersey I got to buy and support the Titans on Sunday. But well, now you're going to have to be buying two. <laughs> two, bro. You're going to have to get two jerseys. Two so jerseys. I'll make you get a hat to go with the jersey. Yes. Dude, that would be seems, That seems fair. Dude, I can't or, believe he still thinks the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. It's beyond A me, Tennessee bro. Titans phone case. He has to have on all the time. Ooh. I like that. Or then, then when I go see Casey, he can have his phone. Ooh. Sticker on his truck. Ooh. Oh, a sticker on mm. a truck would make, ooh, that would make him shiver, yeah, that bro. That would do it. That would be the best. Right on the back, the back window. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next comment, bro. I'm reading it. I'm pre Okay, he said, "OMG, what the Broncos and the Bears? WTF? Y'all must be high as a kite smoking the green because the Bears coach and the Broncos coach suck too." He said, "What do we? What do we say about it?" <laughs> I'm going to read again. Did we pick them to win? I think we picked them to win last week. He's like, bro, the Broncos and the Bears, y'all. We did. We picked the Broncos to beat the Patriots, and we picked the Bears to beat the Bucks. We both did, Jack. Oh, we (laughs) did it to him. Oh, that's what it is. That's why he's upset. We got him that double. We gave him the double. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you just got to deal. You got to deal with what's happening. I will say, though, with the Bucks. It was it was different. There was reasons warranted, and the Patriots are bad. <laughs> They're just bad. He goes on to say, Lucas. He says, "Boys, y'all got to go to football school. Coaching matters like big time. It takes the coach to find the talent. It takes the coach to have a great offense and a defense. What part of icon coach do y'all not get? Come on, boys. Offense plus points on the board and defense wins championships. Duh. <laughs> oh, this thing, Casey. Hey, he didn't win last year. Oh my god, that's hilarious, bro. Casey, you were you're wilding out here, man. You were cracking me up. All these comments. This is the most comments we've had. Thank you, by the way, Casey and Jennifer. But we have yeah. one last comment, Lucas. I saved this one for last. It's the least amount of words in the comment, but I think it's the most effective because I think we're gonna have to make a segment for this. He says, Okay, boys. Let's what have this? this is from Casey. Oh, okay. He says, Okay, boys, let's have a bet. You guys Another name way. he says you guys name the bet. What do y'all think? You make the rules and I will obey. LOL, let's go. Uh he's already He's already I named a bet. Want. Okay, let me let me put down in the bets that we have a free bet to make with Casey. We're gonna have to think on that one. Uh, yeah, give us give us some time, okay? We we ain't had all week to think like you have. You've had two weeks. Yeah, we kind of dropped the ball last week on the episode, but 
Hey, don't worry about it. It's Jackson's fault. <clears throat> Definitely my fault. Uh, thank you, Casey and Jennifer, for all the comments. We absolutely love them. Guys, if you want to have your comment featured and read out loud on the pod, be sure to leave a comment down below. Tell Casey how ridiculous he is and uh, and give your sympathy to Jennifer. I don't know how she deals with him every single day, but I applaud it nevertheless. Also, Casey has an amazing Bucks jersey, and I am very jealous. Thank you guys for that. We sure do appreciate it. Uh, yes. We're, 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 we're going to get right into it, huh, Lucas? We got to think Jamal about that bet, though. Jamal yeah, Adams? We'll yes. We'll Bro, but okay. You, we got to talk about Jamal Adams. All right. He's coming up again. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Before anyone says anything, I've already had some friends text me about it. I do not want the Tennessee Titans to get Jamal Adams. He wants too much money, and he's kind of caused some problems with the Jets. And I know that the Jets are a bad org, and you don't want to be there. No one wants to be there, except for Avery Williamson. But that's okay, because he wanted too much money anyways, and he's garbage. He's not garbage. He's I kind of like him. But he, we got Rashawn Evans and Jalen Brown, so we don't need him with the Titans anymore. Anyway, I don't want Jamal Adams. Kenny Vaccaro does a great job. Kevin Byard does a great job. We don't need any more safeties. You're I, up, Jack. Thank you. Um... All right, so I've heard a couple different things. I've heard what you said. We don't need him. We don't want him. He causes too many problems. He's way too expensive. Also heard guys like, for example, Colin Cowherd. Uh, I saw him tweet out this morning. He said that Jamal Adams is one of the top four, top five best talents, period, in the NFL, and you should pay him whatever he wants. That was Colin. That was a tweet via Colin Cowherd this morning. That's uh, pretty wild. Yeah, so big statement from him in terms of Jamal Adams' talent. And talking about the Cowboys. So there's a couple different things when I think about with the Cowboys. First of all, I've seen a lot of videos going around. Like, apparently he was in Dallas driving his truck. And so a fan shouted and recognized him. He's like, yo, Jamal. He's like, man, you're going to be in Big D next year? That's what we call Dallas. We call it Big D. You know? So I'm saying. Wink, wink. Um, so you going to be a Big D next year? And he's like, dog, I'm trying. So he actively, he wants to come to the Cowboys. Like, look. What's up? I do want to say he's played three seasons and he has two interceptions. Yes. Just throwing that out there. I'm curious if there's other stats. I'm just, I don't know. I have to look that up. But um, he's got 273 tackles in three years. Okay. And That's 12 tackles. Okay. And two interceptions. That's significant. Two interceptions. In three years? 12 sacks for a safety? Yeah. That's pretty significant, Wait. I would think. How many? How often does a safety get a safety? Yeah. I mean, how often does a safety get a sack? That's my question. Logan Ryan had a lot of sacks last year. He might as well have been a safety. Did he really? No, Logan Ryan gets it. He he comes off the off the edge, huh? Too bad y'all can't get him again this year. That sucks. Um. Yeah, we kind of didn't want him. It really really sucks. Yeah. Anyway, before this turns too much into the uh, hometown heroes pockets. By the way, um. Uh, before I go too further, uh, Jamal, if you guys want to hear about, because I think this kind of brushes in with this topic. Uh, I talked about Dak Prescott, his contract and everything to do with Dak and us signing and all of him in the hometown heroes episode. Guys, please sure go check that out. If you want to, you know, come right back to the seven right before hear what I got to say about Dak and then come back anyway. So now that you guys are back talking about Dak, I think because we got his contract done, it allows us to kind of manipulate the market with with Jamal's possible contract. Because if we wait to sign Dak till later, which is ultimately probably the plan, uh, we still have some cap room left this year. And uh, the, the question is, what are we going to have to trade to get for to get Jamal Adams? It would probably be at least a one. Probably a first oh, and sure. a fourth. Maybe a first and a third. Um, and I'm not sure that I really want to do that. Uh, there's no question he's an incredible talent. Uh, he wants to be here. It's kind of like his childhood, you know, home dream team. And he could definitely help us out in an area where we we really need help. We got no safeties, bro. I think b- both of our safeties were losing from last year. We lost our all-time corner. Yes, we drafted some people, right? Uh, Trayvon Diggs and whatnot, but it's not going to make up the immediate impact that our secondary had. So our secondary is completely lacking. And if we want to make a run this year, we're going to need somebody like him. However, I would prefer to play the long game because, and here's why, Lucas, Dak's contract is going to be an absolute monster next year. Jamal Adams is going to be due in two years to get it. He wants at least $15 million, right? We already paid and Dak. He he and he won't get immediately re-signed if he comes to y'all. Right. We'll probably end up having to tag him next year. 
is the situation. Um, we already paid Amari Cooper a hundred million. We already paid Demarcus Lawrence a hundred million. Gonna have to pay Jamal Adams if we bring him on. Gonna have to pay Dak. We already have Zeke signed on for a while, and our offensive line is not getting any younger. Tyron Smith. Looking to probably retire in the next two to three years, okay? That first round pick could definitely be used on a left tackle that we could definitely need for the long term, okay? Also, outside of DeMarcus, outside of DeMarcus Lawrence, the opposite end, right? We're looking at Alden Smith. We're looking at Don Terry Poe, Jerry McCoy, some of these guys. They will become unrestricted free agents in two years as well, okay? Same time that Jamal Adams' contract is coming up. We could really use that first round pick on a potential edge, edge rusher in 2021, 2022 draft. We just have a lot of holes coming up that if we get Jamal Adams, it's going to be really hard to maneuver. And if they would not execute it properly, it could set us back three or four years. I prefer us to play the long game here and get a solid left tackle with Tyron Smith when he leaves because he's been a huge part of our offense. Get another rusher and play for that. However, Jerry, my friend, my friend Jerry, okay, and Stephen A always talks about Jerry with his he's super flexed on everybody else with his big old boat on his yacht, okay. Um Jerry ain't exactly getting any younger, Lucas. Jerry wants to win, he wants to win right now. So, what I see happening is Jerry making the move. Waiting to extend Dak until next year and going all in on this year and trading to get Jamal Adams and bring him to Dallas and add him to the defense and see what we can do and go for a chip. The thing is, if we don't get to at least the NFC Championship game this year, if we make that move, it's a complete bust and we're set back for the next three to four. Because of that, I'd rather not do it. But knowing Jerry, he's probably going to try and figure out a way to make it happen. Uh, I'm curious as to your thoughts on that, my good sir. I mean, y'all, y'all really do need help in the secondary. I feel like it's a drastic mm-hmm. need, and, and he would he would really help, mm-hmm. right? No question. Um, I would like to see y'all investing in the draft next year, maybe instead. Mm-hmm. But if you're worried about like losing your star players in a couple years, anyways, go for it. Now's your chance. Now's your window. You're about to pay your quarterback all this money, and you're not going to have any money for anyone else. It's true. So do it. Strike now rather than miss your chance. Kinda, Go for it. How Go get them. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, we, we could definitely do it. We could pull it off. Uh, we would try to get them last year. Uh, but they right. wanted the first rounder, and of course, this you know we turned that first rounder into CD Lamb. So I'm glad we waited. Um, right, man, that would be something though. I, I <clears throat> you know what? At this point, let's just do it. Let's just go get him. Right. Let's let's just go get him. Let's bring him onto the team, and let's just go for it all. Let's go for all the marbles. Dak, here's here's what you got, man. We got you an all-pro safety. We went, we got you a solid starter in the draft and the safety. We picked you up C.D. Lamb. You have Michael Gallup, who should be a number one. You have Amari Cooper. We re-signed him. You have an offensive line. You have Zeke. Here are the pieces. Go. Earn your cash. Go big or go home. Now, is there a... Is there a sp- particular team you see him going to i'm still gonna say the cowboys just because that's been the rumor um it's been everywhere he wants to come here i think the texans was was because he put like eight teams down that he would go to and he wouldn't ask for an extension right and i just think that would be terrible not for the titans specifically just like for him yeah, I wouldn't want to go to the Texans, man. Why would you want to go to the Texans? Bill O'Brien's just gonna, yeah. yo, he's gonna <laughs> for the for the capital that it would take to to go get Jamal Adams, he'd have to trade Deshaun Watson to who? The 49ers. Imagine. But hey, man, the Bucks could get him. The Bucks could get him, and that would be disgusting. Oh, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Be, wild. be some wild stuff going on. I could see that for sure. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's enough about Jamal. I don't especially the eight teams. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, either, especially in relation to the Cowboys. It's more likely the Cowboys or the Jets. That's where he's going to be. One of the two. Yeah. 
Not Cypher Jackson, quarterback list, because this guy was feeling some type of way about some quarterbacks and sure. lists that people were putting on Twitter. So this is a list on yeah this is a list on twitter guys uh and it was who is this from lucas i'm just curious i think i i liked it let me go back to my twitter feed uh but it was like one of the most ridiculous like list i've ever seen yeah i'm gonna assume it was like cbs or something not a thousand on that yeah not a thousand percent sure on that one i'm scrolling back through and I'm uh, I'm looking for it, but uh, anyway, as I kind of actually, you know what? I don't think I end up like I think you liked it, and then I think I just kind of took a picture of the snapshot. Anyway, it's on Twitter. We'll leave it at that. And I'm gonna read you guys. I'll just read you the top ten because this is what made me make my top ten. Okay. Um, and I'll read you in order, starting from number one. Okay. They have Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Lamar Jackson at three, Dak at four, Drew Brees at five, Deshaun Watson at six, Bad Man Aaron Rodgers at seven, Carson Wentz, Zach, don't even think about it, at eight, <laughs> Tom Brady the Goat at nine, and Matt Ryan at ten. Uh, so yeah. other notables, we have uh, Ryan Tannehill all the way down to 21. What? Ryan Tannehill is 21. He is notable that he is apparently worse than. Sam Darnold at 20. Baker at 19. And Jimmy Garoppolo at 17. Uh, And don't forget Kylo Murray at 13 on this list. Uh, Jared Stidham, by the way, Casey, is number 32 (laughs) on this list. Uh, They got Teddy Bridgewater at 26 behind Drew Locke. And Derek Carr. Weird. Uh, I could probably see the Derek Carr thing. Uh, Gardner Minshew is down where he belongs at 30. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Wait, who's 31? Uh, Dwayne Haskins, 31. Ben Ross- Roethlisberger is at 11, and Matthew Stafford rounds out the top 12. Um, so that's kind of the list that we're looking at here. And this has inspired me to make my own top 10 quarterback list. Um, okay. And so, Lucas, first of all, uh, before I, I give you my list, let me ask you, especially about Ryan Tannehill, why do there, you think this yeah. guy would put him at 21? I mean, there's just some wild ones. He, uh, I believe it's because no one cared. About, uh, still, no one cares about the Titans. Um, no one watched the Titans play football last year until we were in the playoffs. And right. what happened? Both playoff games that we won, Derrick Henry and he ran it. the ball, and we, and we and we focused on running the ball, and we didn't have to change our plan because it was working. Right. Right. Now the first time we played the Chiefs, Tannehill had to throw the ball some. He threw for like oh a two fifty plus and like three touchdowns or something. I mean that's pretty good. You know yeah. he had a really good game against the Raiders. That is what it is. You know, but people didn't watch those games. People watched the playoff games where he didn't have to throw the ball a lot. Um, I think he really made some pretty throws in those games, though. Like in the Patriots game, when he had to throw the ball, he did. He got us our first down, and we won. And in the Ravens game, same thing. Like, he hit uh, Cliff Raymond for the big deep ball, and and he did what he had to do. Right. Game-managing stuff. But, but he didn't go out and throw for 300 yards, so I understand why he's so low. But I think that is a terrible opinion. That's pretty crazy. They got Joe Burrow at 25, too. They have him up there. Um, and Carson Wentz at 8. Are you kidding me? 8? Top 10? I don't think he belongs in the top 10. Um, I don't think he belongs in the top 10, either. No, wait, real quick, another another side note on Tannehill. Okay. I'm kind of getting on a tangent. Um, What's up? Derrick Henry wasn't running like that when Marcus was quarterback. Right. He opened he opened up the playbook, so they had to respect the deep ball. Therefore. I don't even I don't even think it's that as like like obviously that's a thing but I think it's also audibles changing the play yeah like getting up to the line and being able to read the defense I feel like is a big deal for quarterbacks in the NFL um, because a lot of the younger ones can't do it you know I mean Mahomes even came out and was like hey I basically played a year and a half in the NFL and didn't know how to read defenses I'm just now figuring it out. He did say that. That's actually insane. Yeah. That's crazy to me. All right. Anyway, I'm going to get in my top 10 list here. I'm going to go in reverse order. 
All right, from 10 to 1. Now right. I'm curious as to your is your thinking here, okay? So yeah. I'll, I'll give out my person, I'm going to give out my reason, and I'm going I'm 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 to hear your reaction. So, uh, fighting for the number 10 spot, I was really torn between two quarterbacks. And that was Matt Ryan and Big Ben Roethlisberger. Now, Big Ben. Big Ben has been historically a much better quarterback. Big Ben has more championships, obviously, and is uh, consistently brought his team into the postseason. So I think historically, he goes down as a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. However, today, I would rather have Mighty Ice. Uh, I mean, I can see that, like, for the age deal, but if you had one quarterback for one year out of those two, I would I would go with Big Ben. You'd pick Ben? Okay. Matt Ryan. Franchise, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Matt Ryan is uh, why I have him low at 10. He He's had MVP-like years, right? 2017 with the Falcons. He was, you know, he won MVP. He was the best quarterback in the league that year. Um but he's wildly inconsistent for me. This is why I have him so low. Um, I don't know what I'm going to get out of him. I don't know if I'm going to get MVP performance, Matty Ice. You know, ice cold, ice in his veins. He's going to do what he's got to do. Or if I'm going to get 2018, 2019 Matt Ryan and struggling with some injuries and having some issues getting the ball downfield and things like that. So uh, I got Matt Ryan at 10, for better or worse. Number nine, I think you're going to agree with me here. Uh, he's on the cover of Madden 21. I got Lamar Jackson. Okay. Now, Lamar broke into my top 10 with his performance last year. Okay. I don't think he's just a running back. I know you disagree. Um, I think he added a dimension to his game last year. However, I think you were right that defenses are going to figure him out. It's going to be a lot harder for him this year. He's not going to be able to make as much of the plays with his feet that he did before. Uh, defenses are going to find a way to help try and contain him a bit. However... I think that he has the potential to develop his arm and be in that top 10 conversation for quarterbacks. Um, fun fact, I think uh, after we do, as we do our picks, Lucas, going into uh, the, the postseason, heading into to the regular season um, kickoff, I think we're going to find that the Steelers, at least from my uh, bracket, that the Steelers are going to end up winning the AFC North. Anyway, so I got Lamar Jackson at nine, and I think that'll become evident uh, this year. What yeah, do you think? I, I don't think he's top 10. Okay. That's just me. Gotcha. Uh, number eight, I got a, probably the most underrated quarterback in the league, uh, Matt Stafford. I know he's been dealing with some injuries, but the guy has incredible numbers year in, year out. He doesn't have a whole lot of help, right? Ever since Megatron left, he hasn't really had a number one receiver. Yeah, he had Golden Tate for a little bit. Um, now he's got some developing guys like Kenny Galladay. But he just, I don't know, man. I feel like he's right there on the edge. I feel like he's a good quarterback, especially in fantasy. But he doesn't get a whole, whole lot of credit. He's in a tough division with not a whole lot of help. But he's got his team uh, on the verge of winning several games a year. So I got him at eight. What do you think? I respect that. I, I like Matthew Stafford. I do yeah. feel like he gets a, some unwarranted disrespect. Yeah. Um, number seven, I got Dak. I got Dak in the top ten. Uh, led the league in passing yards last year. Um, I think there's a stat, most fourth quarter comebacks in the league since he joined. Um, he's got all the intangibles that you want. Just freshly signed onto the Cowboys roster again for 2020. Signed his franchise tag. Um Everything else that you want to franchise quarterback other than he just wants way too high of a price tag. But right. um, I like his arm. I like his footwork. I like his movement. I'm really excited for Mike McCarthy this year and see what he can do with Dak um, and how he can help him improve. But I don't think he's in that upper echelon of top five yet. He doesn't deserve top five money either. Um, but I got him in that top ten conversation. I got him, you know, right in the middle of the road here, a seven. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number six. I got a quarterback in your division, Sean Watson. I think he is hes kind of like Dak. You know, they wear the same number. Um, but hes he got way more playmaking ability, especially with his feet. Uh, I think he's got a big of a bigger, bigger arm as well. I really hate that he's stuck with Bill O'Brien and the Texans. I, I would absolutely love to see this guy with like a John Gruden or a Kyle Shanahan or a Mike Tomlin because I think he would, you know, could be a Hall of Famer at one, if he had the right coaching and people around him. I don't right. think that 
his team did him any favors by getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins. His numbers are going to kind of falter a little bit this year out of the top five, but I have him as better than Dak and better than Matt. So number six for me. Okay. Uh, number five, this might shock some people, um, but this is more about what he brings to the team in terms of like, because I know he's not the best quarterback anymore. Hasn't been for a long time, but he's the GOAT, Tom Brady. You know, Mr. Six Rings. Um, so, I respect it. Yeah. Number five, I mean, everything that he brings to the team in terms of a winning mentality, he knows how to get out there and win. He makes the locker room instantly better. He brings the vibe to the team. This dude puts in more work than anybody else in the league, period, point blank. Flying all of it, you know, before, you know, Rona and everything, flying all of his uh, uh, wide receivers out to a, a random cabin so they would work for a week on routes and impads and everything. Like, Tom Brady's the guy. There's a reason he has that many rings. Still belongs in the top five conversation. Uh, number four. This is where we start to kind of get into – it's really competitive, really hard for me. Uh, but number four, I'm going to go with that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he – he still has some of that magic left in the tank. I feel it. He brought his team to 13 and three, brought him to the NFC Championship game. Unfortunately, came up short against a stellar 49ers defense. Um, but you know, his team—they haven't drafted a uh, a first-round offensive weapon for him since he was drafted until this year. And they got Jordan Love. Um, but I still think he's a top four quarterback. I think he's got an incredible arm. I think he bails his team out of some bad situations at times. Uh, maybe he's not as great as he once was, but in, if you still give me a question, who I'd rather want Aaron Rodgers or Dak or Aaron Rodgers or Matt Stafford, it's an easy decision for me. So um, I got him at four. Okay. Number three, I have one of my, he's becoming one of my favorite players in the league. He's a guy that had an uh, MVP-like performance last year. Unfortunately, came up short. But he is just – he's everything you want in a quarterback and some. Russell Wilson. I love this guy. Oh, you got two people above Russell? I do. Um, so I got Russell at three. I, I love his arm strength. I love his intangibles. I love his leadership. I love his footwork. I love his magic. He has that it factor. He is. He deserves top three quarterback money because he is going to win you games regardless of who is on his roster, period. He is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, I love what he did last year. I love how he's developing DK Metcalf. Um, he's made some receivers who really didn't have any names before be household names, especially in Seattle. I love him with Pete Carroll. I got him at three. Oh, yeah. He's uh, top three for sure. I'm interested in seeing who else you have above him. Number two, uh, historically one of the greatest ever. He's got all the records. We got Drew Brees. Okay. Um, again, you talk about intangibles, you talk about leadership, you talk about arm strength. Regular season, I mean, this guy is having his team back to back to back to back winning records. Unfortunately, coming up short in the playoffs, but he has his team there and in the conversation every single year. Him and Sean Payton have been one of the most dynamic duos of our generation, our lifetime. You know, he's up there in the they're up there in the conversation with Bree with uh, Belichick and Brady and Montana and Walsh. Like they're they're those kind of guys, right? Um, Tony Dungy and Manning, like they're in that conversation of quarterback and head coach duos. I think because of the history, the pedigree, definitely a Hall of Famer, first ballot, no question. He's got a championship. Um, he he he's just that guy, man. He's gonna get he, consistency. He's up there at leading league and passing yards every single year. What more could you ask out of the guy? Breeze it too. Number one, I'm sure you see this coming. Yeah. It's the new kid on the block, Kansas City, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the reason why I have him at one and not at two is because you just said it earlier in the show. Up until halfway in the last year, he, ju he just figured out how to read defenses and understand what's going on. And when he figured that out, he took his team to a Super Bowl and won the title. He is electric. Dude's making sidearm passes make it look easy. He has accuracy all over the field. Deep ball. Uh medium and short throws. He brings an energy to a team and, and a leadership quality that few people have. Uh, he has a great head coach next to him, Andy Reid, who again is kind of starting to get in that conversation. Kind of going to be, I'm thinking this generation's Breeze and Man and, and uh, Peyton and, you know, Manning and, uh, and Dungy. Um, he's just, he's like a once a generational talent, man. He's just that guy. Um, 
I think his ceiling is whatever he decides it to be. Um, but I think Mahomes is going to be one of those guys to where he's going to be a generational quarterback to when you look back at, you know, the breezes and the Mannings of the world, he's just that guy. So, um, and I think he's only going to get better. He, I don't think he's hit a ceiling yet. Um, and he has a lot of opportunity to win, uh, hopefully multiple championships. So, uh, I got Mahomes at one right now, man. Um, so I actually like your list. The only thing I would change is I would put Russell number one. Okay. I don't hate that. And I would put Mahomes two or three fighting okay. with Drew Brees. The only reason is because... Wilson's got more champion. Well, Wilson, he's got one, right? Well, I, I feel like... I feel like Patrick Mahomes has a lot right now. And we haven't seen him without the fastest offense in the league. Namely his wide receivers are, are literally some of the fastest like i mean i mean it came out that he told hardman literally just to run straight and i'll get you the ball you yeah. know like like that's not like that doesn't take anything other than a big arm and cam newton has a big arm and he's not a starter in the nfl right now so okay obviously i think he's better than cam newton but uh he's yeah, got travis kelsey who is the best tight end in the league and then on top of that, he's got Andy Reid, who is arguably the greatest offensive head coach in NFL history. Yeah, for sure. And so I feel like, like, like he has he has a lot of help, and I hate to deduct points for the fact that he has a lot of help, but I'm not necessarily deducting, like, taking away from his greatness. I'm just putting other quarterbacks ahead of him because I've I, I, seen them do it without the those weapons. I feel you, man. I um, and again, I don't hate that. Um, it, Russell Wilson definitely deserves to be in that number one, two, three. That's why I said it's got really hard to hear at the end of this list. Um, I don't know, man. For whatever reason, I just, I just feel like you know, he's, he's, Mahomes has that talent. He's up there. Uh, Breeze and Wilson, they could all be a number one. Um, those top three are kind of interchangeable for me. And right. yeah, he does have a lot of weapons. And yeah, he has been gifted. Um, and he hasn't been in the league that long. By a credible GM, and he has been in the league that long. So only time will tell and see where his greatness is. I just think right now, today, he's the best quarterback. He's got the best talent. He's there. Um, I got you. But anyway, and so that's my list. Um, I'm glad that you like it. I'm glad that you're not uh, scorching me too bad with it. Um, no, you did good. I thought it was a pretty good list, man. I put some time into that. I put some, I put some thought into it. So uh, uh, Now, Mr. Jackson. What's up, man? We got to get into our predictions. Okay, so we didn't let's get a get pod it. last week. So we actually have to do week six and week seven. <clears> so let's dive into these. Um, we'll try not to bore you people that long with this. But uh, week six, Jackson, Thursday Night Football. Chiefs at the Bills. Chiefs at the Bills, man. Thursday night football. Uh, again, most of the time we usually like to go with the home team here. Uh, away team on the road on Thursday. We was on this. We've seen the statistics, but I just talked about the best quarterback in the league. Who I think it is. I think it proves right here with Kansas City. I think the Chiefs take it uh, away uh, in Buffalo <coughs> on the road. Uh, you're gonna hate me. I'm actually gonna go with the Bills. Of course you are. Of course you are. So the only reason I'm going with the Bills is because the Chiefs are on the road on Thursday Night Football. It's a Bills home game mm-hmm. and the Bills defense. I really like the Bills defense, and it's a little Definitely earlier on in the year, right? And, and right. the Chiefs, if there's a time to stumble, maybe there's some leftover Super Bowl stuff, whatever. It's I earlier this on. Is the game. This is a catch-me game where they, they – this is probably the best defense they play up to this point. I don't know if that was Fair. percent if it's true, but I like the Bills defense enough to to break out a win. Maybe Mahomes throws an interception or something. Someone fumbles, something weird, you know. I mean, that's fair. They got to lose sometime, right? So um, this is kind of one of those trap games. I feel you. I just think they're gonna have too much. But um, anyway, yeah. Um, On to the Sunday games. Uh, Texans at the Titans. I got the Titans at home, baby. I'm it. I got the Titans at home. Sorry, Texans on the road. Sorry, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb and company. Not going to be enough. Uh, Christian Fulton's going to have a pick six. Oh, Christian awesome. Fulton's going to have a pick six. Randall Cobb's going to bounce off his hands. 
Christian Fulton take it back. That's what I'm saying, bro. Missing, you read my mind. Missing DeAndre Hopkins, big hands, man. I'm telling you. That's, uh, that's going to be the conversation yeah, on I'm also going to go with the Titans. I feel like the Titans split with the Texans all the time, pretty much. I feel like it happens every year. It might not, but uh, the Titans are going to be at home. So I see them pulling out the win for this one, and then later on maybe losing. We'll we'll see what happens as yeah. we get through the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Browns at the Steelers. This should be a really good football game. This should be an incredible football game. And I was kind of iffy on going which way here. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going with Pittsburgh. I, I like their coaching. Uh, that's what gives them the edge for me in this game uh, is coaching and being at home. It's a tough one. Hard. I really want to pick the Browns. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Steelers because they're at home and the lights aren't on. You know what I mean? It's a noon game. It's a noon yeah. game. I All right, Ravens at the Eagles, Jackson. I got the Ravens on the road, uh, mostly because I'm going to need them to win this game because I'm telling you what, man, we're not going to be gifted a division like we were gifted one last year. We're going to have to fight for it this year, dude, I'm telling Jax. you. So uh, I'm going to need the Ravens to win this game. This is mostly out of necessity, but I think the Ravens are a better team. Uh, I'm, I, I agree with you. The Ravens are going to win. The, the Eagles, practice team, no practice team, doesn't matter. Carson Wentz. Just, I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. Uh, I see the Ravens playing really good defense this game. Yes. Uh, Falcons at the Vikings. I got the Vikings at home. I'm liking the Vikings this year for whatever reason, man. Yeah, I really I'm liking do. the Vikings. I like Honestly, what they did in the, the draft. The past two or three years, I've really liked them. I like what they did in the draft. I, I, I like what they've added in their pieces wise. They they proved it in the playoffs last year that they could beat Drew Brees on the road. Like I, I just I like the Vikings, man. I do. <laughs> Uh, Redskins at the Giants. <laughs> Sorry, Redskins. I don't. I don't know if I have them winning a game this year, dude. I got the Giants at home. It's a noon I'm game. You, man. It's a division game. I got Saquon Bartley, Daniel Jones all day. Sorry, Redskins. Sorry. Same Prove me. me wrong. What else is there to say? <laughs> See, I just said that, and they're going to go thirteen to three this year. Watch. It's going to be something ridiculous. Um, Lions at the Jaguars. Lions at the Jaguars. This is kind of one of those weird games, dude. Like, ah, I got the Lions on the road. Sorry, Jags. Get get out of here, Gardner yeah. shoot. Jeff Akuda is going to eat you alive. Yeah. Uh, also have the Lions win, and it's, you know, a ninja, you know, probably go to the game or something. You know, maybe he'll get to watch the team actually win. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, Bengals at the Colts. Uh, I got the Colts at home. Uh, it's gonna be too much for Joe. It's gonna be too much for Joe Burrow on the road, man. I know you really want to. I know this is a necessity game too. You want the Bengals to pull out a random dub here uh, over the Colts as far as the division. But I'm yeah. sorry, man. Colts are at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got to go over the Colts also. Like I, I don't see. I don't see how the Bengals win this game. Honestly, it's just spooky season. It is spooky. Spooky out here, bro. Uh, Bears at the Panthers. Uh, I went back and forth on this one, but I'm going to go with the Bears on the road. Remember we talked this year before. We talked about Nick Foles coming in, replacing Mr. Trubisky. It's been a couple of weeks. He's getting some reps under his belt. They just came off a big win against Tampa Bay from the episode before on the upset. They're riding that momentum high. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater falls short this year of expectations with the new head coach. Bears on the road. Uh, I agree. Jets at Chargers, Jackson. Chargers at home. Easy dub. Even easy if, dub? Uh, easy dub. I think they're going to be starting. At this point, they're going to be starting. I'm sorry. Who did uh, Justin Herbert at this point? Probably. Um, and I, I, you know, the Jets that we just talked about today, they might be trading Jamal Adams, bro. And then, you know, you ain't got to worry about him no more. The Jets just don't, they just don't have it, man. I just, they don't have him left to work with. Well, I would love to. <laughs> You're going with the Jets on the road. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think I think the Jets beat the Chargers. Yeah, ugly game. Ugly um, game. Slugfest. Dolphins. Dolphins at the Broncos. Broncos at home. Mile High Stadium. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Dolphins aren't used to it. That uh, air uh, air pressure is going to make a big difference. Uh, it's a real deal playing the Mile High Stadium. So, um, plus I don't think the Dolphins have enough firepower to overwhelm the Broncos defense and the Broncos offense with a couple of new rookie wide receivers injured lock. I don't know, man. Some something you know, a little funny about them this year. They're coming off a big win against uh, uh, the most famous head coach, Bill Belichick. So I think they're going to be riding high. Broncos at home. Yeah. 
I agree. Uh, let's see. Packers at the Bucks. Big time game. This better be America's game of the week on Fox, baby. I, oh my gosh, I better watch this. Oh, uh, Bucks at home. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers versus Brady, man. This is what we've been waiting for. I've been waiting to see this game for a very long time. This only happens once in a blue moon. Okay. Bucks at home over Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, bud. Yeah, Casey, I hate to agree with you this week, but I, I got to go with the Bucks also. We hit him with a Bears loss oh. last week, so. <laughs> yeah, they'll be they'll be upset. They need a win. Yes. Um, Rams at the 49ers. Niners at home, man. They own California at this point. Well, the Niners at home. Sunday night game. Nights lights are on. You're yeah, picking I think LA, the Rams right? are gonna win. You're picking LA, bro. Yeah. Really? I guess the um, Niners. I mean, you said it. The lights are going to be on Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Um. This just seems like one of those trap I feel games. Like they know each other decently well. Rams get the win. <laughs> wow, bro. Okay. All right. Shout out my man James. Uh, James Cardinals Hart. at the Cowboys. Monday Night Football. Boys are playing under the lights. They've had some time to rest. I got, the, I got the Cowboys at home. Sorry, Cardinals. Although, DeAndre Hopkins is going to torch us, bro. He might have 300 yards this game. We have no safety. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he might torch I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys also. I'm assuming that you're going to run the football enough to yeah. keep the ball away. We're going to win this game DeAndre by Hopkins. A, We're going to win this game by a field goal because DeAndre is getting 300. I can almost guarantee it, bro. We're going to have to win this game close. And then you're like, bro, you barely beat the Cardinals. Cowboys ain't nothing. I'm like, gosh, damn it, Lucas. <laughs> Just like that, too. That same accent, pitch, everything. God, that's going to be an annoying week to come back from. Uh, nothing's worse than losing to the Titans, though. Um, <sighs> yeah, tell me about it. Week 7 predictions, Jackson. We're going right Giants. into it. We're going back to back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants at the Eagles. I got the Eagles at home, my friend. At this point... You know, they just lost uh, against against Baltimore. So uh, I got them taking the one at home against uh, against New York. Yeah, me too. Uh, Cowboys or Redskins? Back-to-back Cow- easy wins? Cowboys for the dub on the road. We better do home. Oh, we're going to watch us, bro. We're going to lose this game. <laughs> it would be, bro, it would be this game. I have them at this point like five and one. It would be against a team like the Redskins to where we could potentially be like six and one and 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 have like a two game division lead, but we choke, bro, to Dwayne Haskins. Like, like bro, I'm no telling you, this see, that's that's why we are gonna lose, bro. That's exactly <laughs> why. Because we should have beaten the Jets who had Sam Darnold in the hospital for a month. Bro, and he came back the next week and beat us, bro. We lost to the Eagles. Dog, this is a game. The Cardinals. Um, (laughs) it's one of those, bro. Cowboys on the road, please, dog. Yeah, Bills at the Jets, bro. Bills on the road, absolutely. Uh, I agree. You got me riled up. Not like riled up, like just kind of like. I don't know, bro. This feels like one of those games we're going to lose. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Panthers at the Saints. Panthers at the Saints. Uh, I got the Saints at home, absolutely. Same. Bad homecoming. Bad homecoming, um, man. Sorry, Bridgewater. Yeah. Chargers at the Dolphins. Uh, Let's see. Where did I pick? Can I, I have them right here. Chargers at the Dolphins. What did... Oh, I got the Chargers on the road. That's who I picked. Nerd. I'm putting a lot of faith into. I'm putting a lot of faith in the Chargers this year for some reason. You really are. Uh, I'm going with the Finns. All right, they got they got some extra people, and I think the extra bumps they got in free agency will be able to win a game like this. I feel you. Packers at the Texans. Uh, Packers on the road. Sorry, Bill O'Brien. I have Bill. I have. I have. I I must have the Texans going like four and twelve this year or something ridiculous. Yeah, they're an ugly football team. Uh, Browns at the Bengals. Ooh, see, this is one of those games, man, where it's like it's a noon game. You got Joe Burrow at home and everything, but I think the Browns just have too much. Browns, dude. yeah. Browns on the road. Uh, 
Steelers at Ravens. Jackson? I went back and forth on who I was going to pick. You got the Ravens at home. You have excellent coaching with John Harbaugh. You got the MVP, uh, defending MVP. All the Everything's there. It's an AFC North battle. But what, what, what happens with these rivalry games, Lucas, is it never happens what you think is going to happen, right? It's just kind of like you think it's going to be an absolute slugfest. You think it's going to be like an offensive powerhouse game like like Lamar Jackson, of course, is going to run for 250 yards and pass for another three touchdowns. Like, of course. But this is going to be one of those weird, low-scoring, defensive football games. That's and what I was going to say. This, this has this, defensive game written on it. And so – I like the Pittsburgh defense better. I like their coaching better. I'm going with Pittsburgh on the road. I have a I'm riding high on Pittsburgh this year. Please don't get hurt, Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> uh, I'm actually gonna go with them too because at the end of the day, the Steelers have a quarterback that can throw the ball infinitely better than Lamar Jackson. You really hate I Lamar, think, bro. No, I, I just think I think the Steelers are going to take away his legs, and they're gonna make him throw the ball. And you know what happens when he throws the ball? He makes bad throws. His people can't catch the ball because he's throwing them too high. They get intercepted. Throw a touchdown pass to Cleef Raymond. You know what I mean? Derrick Henry still farms your, your best player on defense. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get back into that, okay? Steelers are going to win. Steelers, baby. Let's get it. Lions at the Falcons. This is one of those games, man. It just feels weird. I almost picked the Lions, but I'm picking the Falcons because they're at home. Literally the only reason why. It's an ugly football game. That's an ugly football game, dude. That's like a 14 to 10 football game or something weird. Yeah, like a 7-3. <laughs> yeah, or 7-3, something off. Like uh, I'm going Lions. Okay. I See, I don't hate that pick. Yeah. I, I, I have faith in Matthew Stafford, honestly. I think they'll go out there and like he's just going to yeah. want him on your fantasy team L- this week. L- yeah, for sure. Literally the only reason I picked... The Falcons is because they're at home. Because I couldn't decide. So I, was, I went with the home team. I, I don't know, man. It's one of those. You do that a lot. You put a lot of emphasis on home. I think home I matters. Think. Yeah. It, it definitely does. Um, Seahawks at the Cardinals. Seahawks all the way. Russell Wilson. Home, home ain't mattering too much. You heard? <laughs> you heard. <laughs> uh, 49ers at the Patriots. Sorry, Casey, bro. You got Kyle Shanahan coming back. After a loss for me. After a loss, bro. He, I got 40 well, for you. Off another dub for me. <laughs> I got 49ers winning this on the road. Jared Stidham is going to get eaten alive by Nick Bosa. Sorry, dog. It's, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I've, he, I've actually, thing. he actually might get swallowed on the field. I don't know, dude. It's going to be weird. Uh, Chiefs at the Broncos. Chiefs at the Broncos. What a weird game. I feel like they lost this game last year or something, didn't they? They did. I'm really riding high of the Chiefs. I got them winning this game, but I feel like I should second-guess myself. But I got the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with my gun instinct. But this is going to be a hard game. This is going to be like a, a 21-17 or something. Like, this is going to be um, this is going to be one of those weird ones. Mile high is not, it, it, this a hard is a place to play. Game. Yeah, but like, you just yeah, had the Chiefs losing last week, and you really got to lose yeah. them back-to-back. Uh no, like I have them winning. Yeah. But it, it's definitely a catch me. If they don't lose against the Bills, they'll lose against this team. Fair. They'll split this series basically. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um Bucks at the Raiders? Buck Bucks all the way. Sorry Raiders. I mean, it's Monday night football. Every Sunday night football, excuse me. You got Brady coming in to play in the black hole. Uh so he gets to do that this this time. So uh but yeah, I got I got Bucks all the way, man. Same. Uh, last game, Bears at the Rams. What a weird Monday night football game. Yeah. Is this back-to-back for the Rams? No, it's not. They have Sunday No, night. they had a Sunday night. So they're under the lights two weeks in a row. I don't know, man. I got, I'm, I'm putting a lot of stock in the Bears this year, man. I got Nick Foles bringing, them, bringing the heat, man. For whatever reason, I got the Bears winning this game on the road. Hey, I have the Bears winning, too. I don't know, I man. I feel weird. Um, The Rams are a... Really high, really low team. Really yeah, high man. last week, beating the 49ers. Really low this week, losing to the Bears. They're really right. going to hate losing, like, Brandon Cooks and all their offensive linemen, bro. Like, I'm telling you, this is going to be a problem. Sad time for the boys. Sad time for the boys, man. 
That's they it. Say, that's it. Hey, you know, I love the predictions, man. Uh, we went we went back to backs on the week on the weeks. Uh, gave you guys a lot of predictions, a lot of stuff to think about. Um, but I'm, I'm liking what we're doing here, especially as we're heading into at this point. You know, we just did our week seven one. Am I right? Yeah, that was week seven. So almost halfway through the year. So we're getting closer and closer to having our predictions fully ready for you guys with our bracket and everything. I can't wait. Um, you know, time it is now, Jay. It's my favorite time of the pod, Mr. Lucas. I'm ready. All right. It is take it or leave it time. Okay. Ooh, you got real close to the mic right there. Spooky. Put a little tingle down my spine, dog. For those of you who don't know, take it or leave it is a segment we do every week. Uh, 99.9% of the time, it's me asking questions. Every once in a while, Jackson gets fancy with it. And he wants to. He wants to ask me some questions, but yeah. I present Jackson with five statements, questions, whatever they are, uh, and I, you know, I just take it or leave it, and we talk about it, and it's a good time. That's okay? my favorite. It's my favorite segment. I love it. Let's go. All right. So for this first one, Jackson, yes. I got to put a little pretense in for you, okay? Here we go. All right. All right. So I don't know if you've seen recently, but Lamar Jackson did make comments saying that uh, the Ravens took the Tennessee Titans too lightly in their postseason loss in the playoffs, right? Fair. Okay. Recently, the coach, John Harbaugh, has come out and talked about it, and he says he respectfully disagrees. Okay. He said, I do not think we took them lightly personally. We just did not play well. Okay. So take it or leave it, Jackson. The Ravens underestimated the Titans. Absolutely. That's why they lost. Absolutely. Well, a couple. There's here's, there's several reasons why they lost. But number one, yes, they did absolutely underestimate the Titans. They're going into that game thinking, first of all, before the week even starts, they're thinking, okay, we win this. We're, we're getting, getting ready to play the Patriots. Okay. They're, they're getting ready right. to play Tom Brady on his farewell tour. You know, uh, not announced to the world yet. New England. They're, that's what they're getting ready for. Okay. Because they, everybody knew in the back of their mind that Bill Belichick was going to pull it out again. Wrong. Boom. Here come the Titans. And all of a sudden, John Harbaugh's like, dang, bro, I didn't game plan for the freaking Titans, okay? It's Thursday, and I'm about to play them on Sunday. Holy hell. Like, he's freaking, <laughs> like he's freaking out. So, <laughs> they absolutely underestimated the Titans. Dude, we called exactly how the game was going to play out. They were going to come out rusty. They made several mistakes, especially throwing the ball through an interception. We, we guys go back to the episode. Okay. For the division round of the playoffs, we literally broke it down exactly how it happened for the Titans to win this game. Raiders come it's out actually rusty. scary. It's actually Some scary. The they that threw, I have little feelings about and that dude, we talk about. And they actually and manifest. Fight. It's crazy. Yeah. Lucas and I, I've told you all before, Lucas is an actual prophet. I don't know, bro. He's like the second coming of Jesus or something, but he's here. And, <laughs> and I just like, listen, I just listen to this guy because he knows who he's talking about. So I just, I roll with it. Okay. So. Some spooky things happen around us, man. And, dude, and some people are going to be like, oh, well, you predict spooky stuff all the time. That's not right. All right. You're wrong. <laughs> Good, sir. That's all what right. I'm saying. Dude. Correct spooky stuff. Anyway, we predicted the way it happened through an interception. The the Titans capitalized. All of a sudden, they're up fourteen nothing, and the Ravens are like, "Oh, they came to play." We, we can't like, run the ball. <laughs> we can't run the ball anymore. What happened? They, they you took away what they they've been able to do to everybody else. They freaked out. They panicked, and Lamar Jackson's inexperience came through, and you guys won the game. That's all absolutely what the happened. They underestimated the you. They thought they were going to run all over you. They thought they were going to score 50 points on you, but that didn't happen. They underestimated you. Lamar Jackson wasn't as prepared. Maybe he took you lightly. And John Harbaugh was not playing for that. He was playing for Bill Belichick. like everybody else in the world, other than you and me, Lucas, because you're a fucking prophet. Therefore, and they talked. take it. Absolutely. You don't talk. You don't talk before games. You don't talk before games because Derrick Henry put a kick me sign on the back of Earl Thomas's jersey. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm also going to take it. I, I want to kind of not take it at the same time, though, just because. It's not the reason they lost, but it was. Right, right, I mean, right, right. They I absolutely. Like I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of the players definitely did. Uh, the coaches, maybe not. John Harbaugh, personally, maybe not. Right. Lamar Jackson definitely did. He says he didn't, but he definitely did. Do you see him on that fourth down, like fourth and one? Fourth and inches, whatever oh, he it was. Thought he thought he had stuff, it, bro. Like he, didn't, he didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Right? Dude, he, he freaked. He panicked. Mm-hmm. He, bro, he was going into that play thinking, I Because he wasn't this. ready. Because he didn't yeah. think he would ever, ever be in that situation. Um, right. 
and I, I do think the Titans came prepared. So I need to give them some credit. I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's not the reason they lost, but I'm telling they did underestimate them. That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. Um, take it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. It's better to have an easy schedule than it is to have a hard schedule. This is kind of one of those weird ones, okay? Because you take the argument of, well, if you have an easier schedule, then technically and theoretically, you would have a better record. If you have a better record, you're in a better position for the playoffs, i.e. you get a first round bye, you get extra resting time for your players, you get, you're ready to go into the, in the you're set up better for the postseason. However, when you have an easier schedule and it doesn't work out, and all of a sudden you find yourself not prepared against good teams and not having faced out true adversity throughout the season, you get to the playoffs and guess what? Everybody's there in the playoffs. Yeah, you got your first round bye, but here you are. You're playing the Tennessee Titans and they came to play, baby. And you think you're going to run over everybody. I think it's it's better to have a harder schedule because it makes I think it makes you work for it throughout the entire year. I think you face adversity and you come together as a team. And nothing really brings people together and overcoming adversity as one as a unit so right theoretically you would assume that an easier schedule is better but oftentimes that's not the case it's usually the teams that are like battle hardened and are in playoff mode for four weeks heading into the postseason that are more likely to come out with the fire as opposed to a team that's 14 and 2 because they didn't play anybody you know what i mean right. so i want to leave it. I want to say that I want a mix. Okay. But I, I want like a three hard games, one easy game mix. Three hard games, one easy. Or even a 50-50 even sure. might be okay. Yeah, absolutely. But because but, I, I worry you don't about want the hardest. getting wore out. Because yes. I do think the Titans got wore out. Yes, and you don't want the hardest schedule, obviously. You don't want to like have to play all these hard games and boom, you're in the postseason and you're you're flustered and you're hurt and you're right. like, there's all these different like- things that happen, but I would rather have a harder one than opposed to having a pure easy breezy. Cause then you're just gonna right. come into the postseason and get punched in the mouth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yes, to your, a mix. But definitely some some sprinkle some hard games in there. Make them work for it. You know, give us five like really difficult games to get some good teams. Um, take it or leave it. Bill Belichick can coach the Patriots to the playoffs. Mr. Casey. Take it. I mean, <clears throat> there's no reason to think that he can't. Uh, the one-year precedent that we have before without Brady, uh, Bill Belichick went 11-5 and five with a quarterback no one knew about. His name was Matt Castle, um, who hadn't really been heard about in the league before. Went on um, to play a lot more football. Just saying. Went on to play a lot more football. That's true. Um, so, I, you know, it's kind of one of those things, man. History tells us, yes, absolutely. I think he's the GOAT coach, man. He's the GOAT. Yeah. Okay? I think he can take any team and make them competitive and make them uh, in a position to get into the playoffs. We have a lot of question marks because we don't know how well this team's going to bounce back. They haven't had Brady for 20 years, so we literally have like almost no reference point other than a random year in 2009 to go back through and look at. So it and the game has changed since then. There's been a lot of stuff. It's just all about Jared Stidham and what can he get out of his quarterback. But if anybody, and I mean anybody, can get anything out of Jared Stidham and out of that defense and out of that offense and whatever he has to work with, it's going to be Bill Belichick. I trust him to do it way more than I would a Bill O'Brien. You put Bill O'Brien with this team, and they're crumbling. They're 0-16 and or 2-14. Tank for hashtag tank for Trevor Lawrence. Other than that, I trust Bill Belichick to at least be close and in the hunt for a playoff spot. I totally potential agree. Too. Yeah, I, I don't think – I think it would be disrespectful to assume that he can't coach them to there. Now, yes. I don't think he will right. necessarily, but I think he can Yes, absolutely um, can. Last one, Jack. Gronk will be in Gronk form this year. And what I mean is, like, you know, he's taking a year off. Yeah. He'll be back in, you know, is he going to be in crushing beer cans against his forehead mode, or is he going to be in spiking I touchdown have, mode? I have a mixed answer. No for the first eight games because he's took a year off. And it's going to – and here's the same thing. I'm, I'm using Jason Wynn as a reference point. 
because Jason Wynn, his first eight games was not very impactful. He kind of made several mistakes, to be honest with you, several false starts, a couple holds here and there. He had to get back and use the speed of the game. And that's just the way it is, man. When you're out of the game for a year and you're and the game is played at a speed that's you know, like the like lightning, like almost like the speed of light. You have to. It takes a while to adjust. He's been out for a bit. He's in, in WWE winning championships and on Fox hanging out with Michael Strahan. It's going to take him a bit. So, but even when he does come back, yes, he could be in quote unquote Gronk form. Like, it's going to be hard for him to get back to like, like, like the Gronk, like the guy, because. Right. It, He's going to provide that security blanket that Brady so desperately needs and desires, especially after the first eight games. He's going to get in a rhythm, but he's not going to be like MVP level Gronk because, dude, there's so many weapons on that team. And there's so many different like targets to disperse to. I don't think Gronk's going to have a whole lot of targets, but I think he's going to be immediately impactful in the last eight games and leading into the postseason because he's going to grow. He's going to get more comfortable with Brady and he's going to have four catches a game and three of them are going to be for a first down and that's and they're going to be pivotal moments in the game so he's not going to be smashing beer cans i'm scoring three touchdowns gronk but he's going to be impactful really glad we signed him gronk after the first eight games i feel that i uh it's a good question i like that one I like your answer, honestly. I, I think I think he can. It will take him some time, but he can get back into that form. Yeah, um, I'm assuming he's already working on that. Oh, until you actually play the game. Yeah. Usually, Jason, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, that's kind of how it was with Jason Witten last year, dude. He he didn't give us five catches a game, but he gave us three catches, and every single one of them was a first down. Um. So. Right. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. So he's really going to be helpful for Brady and, and especially a big confidence booster for Brady in that offense. Someone that's familiar, you know, because like you have been with the Patriots for forever. You get used to a certain group of guys and a certain group of personnel in that chemistry and going down to a completely different climate in a completely different state with a brand new coaching staff and a new group of guys that you don't know. Having that one guy in the huddle that you're familiar with and you absolutely have chemistry with and you know you can rely on is going to be huge for Brady as he kind of works his way into that offense and then with those guys. Um, Anyway, so I think he will be – him being on the roster means a lot more than him catching 10 touchdowns this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's all I got, though, Mr. Jackson. Hey, that was one of the best take or leave we've had, Lucas. That was a good time. I really enjoyed it. I like that? Dude, I really did. Those were some good thought-provoking questions. Um, Guys, thank you so much for watching uh, episode number 10 and season number two of the Go For Two podcast. Uh, We had a lot of comments today. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Casey, for all the comments and the questions and the bet. Casey, we're going to come up with a good bet for you. Give us some time. We're going to give some good thought to that. Probably come back with you with an answer at some point soon. Um, uh, This episode was fantastic. Uh, We be sure, guys, you can be sure to like the video. Comment down below. Give us your thoughts and opinions. Give us some take it or leave it questions. That would be fantastic. Uh, Be sure to leave a rating if you guys are listening on your way to work or wherever you're at uh give us a rating and we can find us where all podcasts can be heard apple spotify google the whole nine yards it's all down there uh and uh, we'll see you guys next time and we love you bye deuces